From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me as always is Mr. Corey Banky, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you live from my apartment in New York City, and Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we marinate in the fact that the Green Bay Packers are kings in the North once again after their win over the Baltimore Ravens, and we look ahead to the Christmas showdown with the Cleveland Browns. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got. Marquez, that's how you live with him, Valdez Scantling. We got the bad, we got. Darnell Savage. We got the ugly, we got. Time management. If only, if only, Corey, some intrepid blogger had talked to, to Coach about <laughs> time management last week on this very program. How you doing, Banky? Doing good. Doing well. You know, I got a lot of texts today about how we were gonna how we were gonna top last week's show, and I was like, you know what? I'm good enough. Impossible. Impossible. I'm smart enough. And <laughs> god darn it. People like me. Darn, darn right. You darn right. I don't think that's the exact um, phrase, but, you know, you know where I was it going. It works. It works. It absolutely works. Um, hey, I do want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, speaking of the time management, being in the ugly, uh, shout out to Coach, who owned it. He brought this up unprompted in his press conference. Uh, Nicholas, if we could roll this. Uh, mad props to You know, Aaron, back to your uh... – time management stuff that we talked about last week. I wasn't uh, going to ask. Certainly, ask. but I'll, I'll admit it. It was not the best again. Um, you know, I didn't want to burn that last time out in that situation. And unfortunately it, it certainly cost us. And so, um, yeah, that that's the stuff. Those are totally uh, avoidable mistakes. If you just clearly communicate and that falls starts with me and then it goes down to our assistant coaches. We've got to be better in that regard to not put our team in that position because I mean, that that's the stuff that just, like I said, it's embarrassing and, and it can ultimately cost you. Look at that accountability. What is going on in this world? We have a head coach in green Bay accountable for stuff. This is amazing. I can't can yeah. you imagine Mike McCarthy coming anywhere close to that level of accountability? Well, first off, no, because Mike McCarthy never came on our show. Well, that's true. I'm just talking in general, but yes. Of, yeah, but that's another. Although he did he did appear on Cheesehead TV uh, in an interview I did it, like in the hallway of the Combine. In a neighbor's so never was, raid you know? or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the very count. first one ever. <laughs> He's never on Transplants, <laughs> though. But hey, um, Coach. Yeah, I mean, it. but here's the thing. Here's, the, here's what I'm asking you, Aaron. I'm asking this of you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Can you please just live with the fact that it's not going to change? <laughs> yeah. Like we are who we are. But here, okay. But hey, hey. What, hey, what hey, week are we point. in? We're in sixteen. What 16, are we in now? I know. Lord. I know. So go, heading Holy into week sixteen. Crap. But this is my point, Banky. I didn't bring it up. As I said there in that soundbite, I wasn't going to ask about it for that very reason. I am very much resigned to this is who they are. 
but Matt brought it up on his own. So that's I just wanted to give him a shout out for that. If you were resigned to this is where they are, if you were really resigned to this is where we are, you wouldn't get that kind of reaction when it happens. See, I'm resigned to where they are. If you watch me on Watch Party, I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, they burned a timeout in the second half. That's a whole ball game, though. Like, that's the game. Like, in the game, it's life and death, you know? Like, I'm going to react. Like, Monday through Saturday, it's like, I totally get it. I'm able to intellectualize it. But in the game, I'm never going to be able to just, like, let it go. There's just no, no chance. Um, But you know why? Because I, I, I live and die with the Green Bay Packers, Corey, as you know. The highs and the lows. I'm here for it. Um. And thank God we have a team that provides way more highs than they do lows. And every week we try to highlight one of the highs in a segment we call The Hotness. Let's get to it. Oh, yeah. It's I just realized the TV is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a yellow TV? <laughs> I want one now. On one. I, I kind of want a yellow TV. I'm like, Frankie wow, wants a yellow television yellow in his home. <laughs> um, so, it. as usual, plenty of uh, plays to choose from when it comes to the hotness. But this week, I, I, I really had to go with this particular play from a tight end in the passing game. That's right. It's big dog towards the end of the game. Not only ripping off some uh, yak, but staying in bounds to ensure that the clock keeps ticking. This is hot. Let's roll it, Nicholas. Look at this man. Look at this man. Look at the block and then getting out. Look at this. And I'm going to go out of bounds. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay in bounds. This man, this myth, this legend, big dog. That is hot, Corey. That is the hotness. Oh, fireworks over Lambo! Everybody wanted fireworks for Packer transplants. Oh, here and, we go! Uh, today, because of the holiday, oh, we got see some him in fireworks. The there you go. Yeah, I should have turned the thing. Woo! They're they're over there, there because uh, the holiday tradition that is uh, Titletown. You're going to see some green ones now. It's so funny because somebody in the chat just said, uh, "Hey, we want some fireworks and transplant starts," and I put it in the super chat, and you can kind of see them in the corner. It's very rare they have them on Wednesdays. I think this is only the second Wednesday of the holiday season that they actually have them, but with Christmas right around the corner, it's a thing. But it's beautiful. It's actually there really fun to see the fireworks every half hour. You forget they're there. You'll like be in the bathroom, and then you'll hear like ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, and you're like, "What's going on?" And you're like, "Oh, it's uh, fireworks limbo." <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's happened to me many There's a time. There's so many it's, ways you could have gone with that, so that's good. I'm glad it was the fireworks. That's good. Yeah, it was the fireworks. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, all right, so that's the hotness. <laughs> that's the hotness. <laughs> uh, let's get to the news. The news, which is pretty up and down oh, this no, week. Let's, uh, let's not. Let's the news. Got to get to the news. Start with MVS placed on the COVID reserve list. Man. Yeah. I don't like it. Are we just, I can't is live COVID with it. forever? Is COVID just forever now? Is that where we're living <sighs> it now? It is. Is it just always going to be COVID? Yep. Man, I mean, it's... the Packers so far, knock on wood, are doing okay. But, man, I think the league placed like 30-plus dudes on the COVID list today. Wow. It is not It is not great, man. It is It is rough out there. Uh, the Packers... I mean, they're going to – there's going to be more COVID variants than hurricanes at some point. They're going to oh, run out of names. God. That's depressing. So MVS most likely, I mean, there's a possibility he could test back you know, out of the 
protocols onto the really? playing field on Saturday, there is a very a very slim chance. But I was about um, to say it's pretty slim. I mean, just we don't know. We're not privy to how he is. Like is he somatic? Like all this shit. Um, next up, we got Bakhtiari and Alexander not expected to play. And holy cow, if I get one more question about either of these dudes, I'm going <laughs> to jump out a window. Look, I understand the Packers fans are really anxious to see both of these guys back out on the field or any of their injured guys. But just assume that they're not going to play. And if they end up suddenly active and on the field, like, it's a pleasant surprise. You literally are cheering for a team that is 11-3, and three, has the best record in the NFL, has the number one seed in the NFC going through its last three games, essentially. Just understand, not too long ago, when a guy was injured, he was done, injured reserve, gone for the year. These yep. two guys are really excellent players, and there's a chance, a small chance, they get them back. Let's just, let's just focus on the guys who are playing for the Green Bay Packers. How about that? Can we make this deal, Packers fans? Just let's focus on the guys who are available. That's my entreaty to you. That's all. I'm simple. I'm a simple human. Good luck with that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I hear you. Um, other news coming off that game, big, big milestone for uh, number 12, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Ties Brett Favre's Packers TD record and got a shout-out from Brett Favre himself on Twitter now. I know they're buds and they're texting and they're probably calling each other and what have you, but this is really nice to he- to see from Brett. Good work, Aaron Rodgers. Keep it going, which he will presumably do at Lambeau on Saturday against the Browns. But that is a really cool kind of moment, you know, the passing of this torch, especially yep. when you remember all the drama that happened when Aaron took over. It is nice that we've arrived at this point in Packers history where there can be this real celebration of it rather than drama around their relationship um, you know what the craziest stat is though and i should have wrote it down because i don't know the exact number and you probably do is the interception ratio oh, lord. oh my lord it's like 288 to 92 or something seriously no, it's, it's I mean, ridiculous inhuman inhuman well it's um, both it's like Favre you, was inhuman with interceptions <laughs> because he threw more than anybody else right it's yeah so the disparity there is noticeable without without a question um last last bit of news um kenny clark is still on the COVID list but he could potentially play on saturday again i loved how tom silverstein phrased the question to coach because he was like i've read the protocols like 10 times and i'm still not sure can kenny play on saturday and coach was like Mm. yes it, it is a possibility um now it would they would love it if he gets through protocols and on the practice field by say Friday, but there is a potential or or even Thursday, but there is a you know the potential exists that he could not be cleared until Saturday morning. So we'll see how that plays out, but hopefully they will get Kenny back because you know his absence was absence was definitely felt against the Ravens last Sunday. Um, well, and and that's your last news item, right? I, I, yes, I forgot yes, to sir. look at the script. Oh, yeah. So yeah, something I know nobody wants to talk about, but I do think is pretty interesting. We were, I was reading the NFL released an article on Tuesday, and this concerns COVID. And it's something that I, I think is fascinating. I wish we could have a doctor on or somebody that knew what they were talking about, not me. But 
It is fascinating how far ahead the NFL is with their stance right now and the NFLPA and the NFL seemingly agreeing to new testing protocols, which on their face makes it seem like there's less testing. But there's a real pivot going on, and there was an actual quote from one of the doctors on NFL.com in the article where he said, we need to pivot from 2021 COVID to 2022 COVID. And I think what he's saying is there's going to be less testing overall for players that have vaccinations and boosts. And right. the idea being that um, they are seeing – Especially if they're I, symptom I, you know, free. Not, yeah. Right. Yes. Well, and that's the thing, right, is that right. there is data to show that if you're vaccinated and boosted, even with this new variant, that the large and I mean, like like in the 90s percentage of people have that have very mild or asymptomatic symptoms and covid seemingly runs through them. And so why right. test them, which is is a pivot that is fascinating to me because you look at it at some point, you know, we have had enough time to get vaccinated and boosted, and I find it interesting that the NFL, of all of all the organizations, all because the of money and because of every, nation, because right, of anything right. else, the NFL is at the forefront of this idea, right? Which which right. is fascinating to me, and I don't know enough to really say what the, the idea really is. I will say, but seemingly, less testing would mean you're finding less COVID, right? Yeah, that's that's the idea. Um, I did find Jenny Ventress. I thought made a good point in Sports Illustrated today on that very subject where she said, so we're really going to go into the playoffs, the playoffs, and we're going to rely on guys to self-report their symptoms. I don't know, man. I, I get it, but it sure feels like it's ripe for, I mean, we all know NFL players want to get on the field, you know, so we're trusting them to the honor system of, hey, I'm feeling a little under the weather the morning of a game. I don't know, man. I, I like again. I get it, but I think she. Makes well, a but good I, point I think. Regard, but I think you know? the interesting thing is, though, it's it's not about. See, this is the thing, though. She's thinking, old school, right? Is we have to find every case of COVID. We cannot move on from COVID like we do. We don't test for smallpox every day, right? We cannot move on from this this thing, right? If we're just right. testing everyone all the time, and then we're just going to find COVID cases, and we're going to so it's very interesting. The real pivot that's happening is not just the less testing to play more games. I think obviously the NFL is embracing that piece of what these doctors are of saying, course. but I think right. the bigger thing is you need a bigger reward for vaccinations and boosters. If you follow the rules, you need a bigger reward, and that reward inherently should be that you don't get penalized for getting COVID, which is – it's just fascinating to me. I'm not saying I'm – not, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I know anything about it other than that, but it's really fascinating because it, it, it is – if it is true, it is a pivot in our society from where we're going and where – you know, when you say COVID's around forever, that's where our end game kind of eventually becomes, right? You know what? You know what, Corey? I was gonna, I was gonna move my finger here, and I was gonna scroll up, and I was gonna look at the chat. But I think I'm just gonna keep going in the script. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on seeing what people are saying uh... in the chat about this subject, and we're just gonna get to the offense. We'll talk some football. How about that? Um, the tight ends, the tight end group, ladies and gentlemen. Remember when Bobby Tunyon went down, and it was the sky is falling. They haven't produced all year. This tight end, they gotta go trade for somebody. They gotta sign somebody off the street, ladies and gentlemen. Your Green Bay Packers tight ends, they're producing. And the whole group, it's not just Big Dog. It ain't just Aguara. Hell, they got Davis coming in and catching a 22-yarder up the seam. 
on a blitz where Rodgers yep. has to get the ball out, so you know he's on the same page with the quarterback. I mean, this tight end group is coming to life. So it's just it, it's a perfect timing as far as we all know how kind of the offense was in fits and starts throughout much of the first half of the season. But as the offense has started to click, seemingly the tight end group has as well. And you love to see the contributions from all of their members. So um, I'm not saying, obviously, that the Titans are why the offense is clicking. I don't think that's it. I think they are a product of the offense getting on the same page and everyone getting involved. And obviously, I think Rodgers is playing better, and he is distributing the ball everywhere, including to the tight ends. And it's great that they are rising to the occasion. Because if you're a defense, much like we saw Sunday in Baltimore, that are going to pay extra attention to Devontae Adams, I mean, talking at times, even three guys paying, you know, mm-hmm. making sure they're aware of where Devontae is at all times, you're going to have to have the MVSs and the Lazards, but also the big dogs and the Davises and the DeGuaras step up. And so far in this run, in the last like month or so, the tight ends have really come to life and you just love to see it. And then... What do we got next? Oh, yes, of course. We've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and something we saw a bunch of this past week, uh, the guitar fake, this this em- the empty hand hidden ball trick where it looks like a run play and it looks like he's handed it off. And, man, he's not just fooling defenses. He's fooling cameramen. He's oh, fooling yeah. the guys, people in the stands. He's fooling the announcers. He's fooling everybody. Um, and I had to ask Aaron about it because – they ran it more this week than I can remember them ever running it in a single game. Usually they run it one time in a game, and that's it. This past game, I I saw they ran it at least three times, and apparently, according to Aaron, they were going to run it some more. Uh, take a listen to this uh, this bite from Aaron here. You just have to trust the fake, and then you have to time it up. Not time it up, but you have to match it up with the run. So when the and you have to be able to run counter and power if you want to run counter keeper and power keeper. Um, the fake, I've said it, you know, I give credit to Alex for helping me with that uh, that footwork, um, that guitar fake, but you got to run the ball and then have the same type of action in order to come back and, and do it. I think, you know, they saw it, uh, Maddie saw it against Chicago and saw the replay and kind of re-fell in love with that fake. So. <laughs> You wanted to call it a few more times in the game because <laughs> if we were on the sideline. I feel like we called it three times already. You know, he goes, he goes "What do you think about counter keeper?" And I was like, I feel like "Times already? You think they're going to call it one more time?" Uh, so, like, you know, we kind of like, "Yeah, maybe we'll just sit on that one for a little bit." But I think we had to run a counter again. So, was, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to match up the runs with the actions. Matt does a great job of that. This scheme does and. And I love doing that uh, that action because I feel like whether or not it's a it's the run or the keeper, you know, when you match them up, it makes it hard on the defense for sure. I mean, if I'm Matt Lafleur and it's working as well as it is, I get wanting yep. to call it like ten times because it is so cool and it works every time because they're running it well and because the action looks the same, but. Man, it is such a cool play. So, yeah, I can't blame Matt for wanting to go back to that well like a hundred times. Hey, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, the man could win his fourth MVP, Corey. 
It's crazy. I mean, he's right there. I, rem- I remember when Brett Favre won three in a row, and that was crazy. That was crazy. And he split the vote on that third one. Remember, he yeah. split it with Barry Sanders. Well, I mean, Rodgers did win his, Here- like, fourth outright. And you know what's crazy? And, you know, call me – you know, what's weird is I'm like the negative Nelly here on the offense. But, <laughs> you know, ever since training camp, oh boy. I've just been here waiting. I've been waiting. Like, I had all these pre-camp vibes. And I just, right. you know, I don't know. I think I'm a spoiled Packer fan. I'm going to be honest with you. But I just, you know, I miss those days where, like, the offense is unstoppable. And you got a little bit of that last week. You know what right, I mean? You got a right. couple drives where, you know, um, where you just, like, you know, you, you start to get excited. But there's something still not right about this offense. And especially when you look at last year. And you, when is that going to happen? Like, week one, week 17? Like, what? it, it didn't happen think, yet. Like, like, we're still no, sitting there at, I like, 12 you. overall. You. Right. you know what I mean? And, like, this – it's so weird because it's like, you know, all my relatives are like, oh, what happened in that game? We almost lost. And I'm like, uh, we're 11-3. We're Shut the fuck up. Like, like, be quiet, right? Like, we're fine. We won, right? And that's what I right. feel in my heart. But then there's also this part of me that's like, you know, we have an Aaron. Here's what's crazy. We have an Aaron Rodgers potential MVP, fourth MVP, right? Isn't that, though, a testament more to the rest of the NFL sucking this year? Like, really? I mean, okay, is there listen, really another say... viable number two candidate? I don't think there is. I mean, Who? what's crazy is that everyone was going to war after I, like, even intimated on Twitter that Rodgers could potentially win a fourth one. And then Brady went out and laid that egg against the Saints. Now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Rodgers is the favorite. And it's weird because I know Jonathan Taylor is getting a lot of love and a lot of pub in no, Indianapolis Jonathan for what he's doing with the Colts. Taylor. I can't imagine people voting for a running back. I just can't. No. Now, maybe they do. Maybe well, this happened last year, too. Remember when everybody was like, oh, Russell Wilson's going to win until, like, week 14, and then Russell Wilson imploded, and then it was like, right, oh, I guess right. we got to vote for Aaron Rodgers because he's the best guy available. And what's, that's the thing. What's like, weird to me. It's right, right. Well, no, but Aaron also had an amazing year last year. But what's weird to me about the whole MVP thing is, like, the first, if you look at the first half of the season, like, there's no way you talk about Aaron Rodgers as MVP. No way which isn't dissimilar to 2016. Remember in mm-hmm. 2016, he ran that that run that's the run the table year. And that stretch mm-hmm. after he said we're going to run the table and then they did all the way to the yep. NFC Championship game. That stretch of play was the most amazing kind of week by week stretch of quarterback play I have ever seen in my entire life. But that first half of the season existed. And so Sports writers didn't give it to him. They gave it to Matt Ryan, who was very good that year. Uh, quarterback coach by uh, Matt LaFleur, by the way. A little trivia for you. Um, but he had a greater overall season. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this this year, and I'm thinking, well, they could you could make the same argument that Aaron didn't have a very good first half of the season. But who has had a totally great MVP-level season in at any position, let alone quarterback? Yeah. I don't think you can find one. So well, and also point, to that, to I don't that think it's, point, it's the rest of the league sucking, but it is a lack of one guy really grabbing it all year long because that has certainly. Well, and that year we ran the table in this time period, we were not number one in the NFL. I mean, 
we are oh yeah because they started four and six right you know we are the fighting to get back into it i don't i don't care what national pundit says whatever show me a team (laughs) right now on paper on reality or in a fantasy world that is better than the green bay packers overall and bitch all you want about special fucking teams go away from me if you bitch (laughs) about that okay no one cares about special teams no one okay including the green bay packers apparently I don't. I don't care about special teams. I care. I, I care. You know what matters? A balanced offensive defense. <laughs> you care if they fumble a, a kick return. You'll care. Of if course. They, of they, course. But I'm, I'm like, I don't care about special teams. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I yeah. I, I know I, yeah, you don't. I, I know. But I what you. what we do, you know, that's kind of in what we're leading into is like the fact that right. we have a – what's crazy to me is who would have imagined that the defense – this year, and I've said it on the show before, who would have imagined that the defense was this good this late in the season with who we have out, regardless of who we have out, just this good this late right. in the season, and the fact that the offense still has about five spots to come up to meet the defense where they're living. Well, here's the thing, though. I'll push back on that a little bit because the, the, the you cannot deny that the defense has spent the last like three or four games kind of slipping around as far as like there are stretches of what you're talking about, the really high level play that we saw. I mean, when they were shutting down Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, we were like, this is a championship level defense. I don't think anybody's under any illusions. These last three or four weeks that has not been championship level. There have been stretches. There have been drives where they look real good, but there have certainly been stretches where they have not looked real good. And I don't think there's any question, and I asked Matt about that today. As far as you know, what's the number one thing you got to do? And his answer was spot on. They got to get off the field. There are way too many times they've allowed things to, you know, third down conversions, allowing drives to extend. And it's easy to say, okay, we got to be better on third down. But Matt was right when he took it to another level and said we got to be better on first down because, especially against the Ravens this past week, there were way too many times, and they got they they let the Ravens get into second and third manageable. You know, it's a yep. hell of a lot harder to defend third and two than it is third and eight, you know? And, yeah, I mean, we might as well transition right to the defense, right? Because that's what we're talking about. They have to win on first I mean, to get off the field on third. That is I totally blank. He, he, but this here's team has thing, not been though, doing a good job of the last three or four games. Here's the thing, though, where, where yes, you're correct. We're not playing the same type of defense, right? Here's the thing that we are doing that our – our, the Green Bay Packers, modern day history, defenses have done to win championships, and that is get turnovers. And so that's turnovers. something that you have seen agreed. in the last four yep. games that have been the difference makers to why we are still where we are. And you and we didn't yep. have those kind of turnovers early in the season. And now that's we're true. getting them on the reg, and that yep. that's pretty dope. Like that's the kind of stuff where that's you start to see time. the turnover differential take over. That is championship. Yeah, you could have rise, a non-championship right? level defense, and if you get a turnover differential higher than your opponent, you win in all day. That is so true. What's funny is that that's exactly how the Saints did it there one year under Peyton. You know, they had, they did not have a very good defense, Darren Sharper being uh, their, their leading safety that year, but they turned the ball over a lot and got it back for their offense, which now, to your point, the offense is humming. It's ho- offense is really starting to come to life. You give Aaron Rodgers a few more opportunities. If you're Preston Smith tearing around the corner and creating a strip sack fumble, if you're Rashawn Gary getting around that corner, creating a strip sack fumble, if you're Razul Douglas picking off things, going to you'll pick sixes, adding six points to the ledger, 
you're going to win a bunch of games because Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over. You know, and also, I mean, you look at this team as a whole on offense has done a real good job of taking care of the football. So, yeah, you're right. To that point, you're spot on in the sense that, yes, they've allowed teams to drive at times. Yes, they've allowed points, but they have turned the ball over. And that is a big, big key to winning in the NFL. So I will concede that point. What I won't concede is this damn soft coverage coming back. Banky, <laughs> remember last year, Coach, on his own, on his own, brought up, oh, you know, it's third and three. I mean, you kept and saying we got it defensive and backs. Too. We got defensive backs playing seven yards off. Can't have that. Want them up in their grill. That was the entirety of the defensive plan, apparently, against the Ravens. If I see one more third and three with defensive backs playing six or seven yards off, I'm going to shoot <laughs> myself. I can, what are we doing? I thought the whole point of changing coordinators was so that we didn't have that happen. Driving me nuts, man. That shit drives me nuts. It's one thing I to get wonder... beat off the line. Get up. If you, you get wonder beat, if... you get beat. But at least compete. Well, you wonder if you wonder if sometimes that's just a miscommunication from from the mic or from you know Amos calling the play. You know, you wonder yeah, you wonder if that's right. you know you wonder if it's like you know you you call a defense, you call your coverage, you call your pressure, you call your you know right. all your pieces. You have right? to work you in concert, if it's, right? Right. You yeah. wonder if it's just a miss on that last thing. You know, he says the he says a I letter mean, instead of a number. Like, what is it? You know what I mean? It's not. I would, I would sometimes, buy into that. I'd buy into that if it didn't happen on the regular. You know what I mean? Like if it was on occasion, then yeah. But maybe. in the beginning of the so in the first regularly. part of the season, they were playing a lot better pressure defense. You know, and I wonder yeah. if too, and I wonder if too, some of that isn't you know when you had Jair early on, you could be aggressive, right? right? And well, now and some of it, you, like you always say, some of it is situational, right? Like it's thirty-one seventeen, so you don't want to pressure because you just you want to let them earn it. Blah blah blah. It's just third down, man. Like, I get keeping everything in front of you, rallying, coming up and making the tackle. I get all that. But on third down, get the fuck off the field. That's the shit that drives me nuts. That's where I kind of have my coronary. Um, Let's talk about something positive. Uh, Obviously, coming into this game, a lot was talked about and said about Kenny Clark being absent. And for good reason. The man's amazing. I didn't think TJ Slayton had a particularly good game. I thought he, he was pretty streaky. Way too high at times. But you know who can showed up in this game? Tyler Lancaster. Can we give a shout-out to a guy that Packers fans love to bitch about for whatever reason <laughs> all the time? If there's any – like, seriously, if there's any kind of rupture in the run game, it's automatically, oh, well, yeah, we're throwing Tyler out there. We're throwing Lancaster out there. Lancaster played really well on Sunday. And it, as we sometimes do on the show – I know you go anywhere across the internet, you go to any podcast, you go to any like Packers television show in your greater Green Bay area, Corey, I guarantee you 98% (laughs) of them are not giving Tyler Lancaster a shout out this week. So I wanted to make sure we gave Uh... Tyler Lancaster a shout out. I could see awesome. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm only gonna punch back a little bit. I could see Andy Herman on uh on the show. Fair point, fair point. I stopped watching all the local TV shows here in Green Bay because I found this mm-hmm. beautiful thing. It's called the Packers.com app for uh, Apple TV. And oh, I literally played oh, that on so loop. Oh, it's so good, right? 
Yep. Dude, yep. I just watched The Rock showing me plays, and then I watched uh, The yeah. Coach. I watched Coach, and then I, it's great. I'm like, I just put that on loop. I'm going to put that on one of my TVs. We're going to put an Apple TV in the tailgate room so <laughs> I can just have the Packers app on loop. Because, like, I don't need awesome. anything else. I don't need – I like Andy, and I like all these people. But it's You just like, want dude, state just TV? Is that it, Banky? Yeah. You just want to be yeah. fed by Pravda, huh? I get it. Yeah, I want <laughs> – I, if you could have a show that was on 24-hour loop for the Packers, right. and all it right. did was it was Rock uh, drawing up oh, plays and telling you dude. who was doing the best yes. thing every game, Yes, I'm in. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. I don't yes. care. I don't need any other opinions. I don't need, I don't need it. It's fine. I'm good. What's so funny, I'm glad. What's so, uh, what I love about Larry, and I think I've said this before, but like, that year, we were just talking about the run the table year, when they started four and six, I will never, ever forget. He did a breakdown. I think it was about Rashawn Gary, actually. Um, but he did it for the Rock Report. And we were going up in the elevator at Lambeau. I think we were going to the press box. And I said to him, like, oh, the great stuff on Rashawn this week. And he paused. He said, thanks. You know, sometimes, some weeks, it's really hard to find like a diamond in the turd or something like that because they were playing so <laughs> poorly because they were playing so bad because they were four and seven. I think they had just lost to the Colts or something. Um, it's easy So it now. was like we hear him acknowledge that was fucking hilarious. Like, I love it. I love it. That but, is yeah, funny. rock stuff is just – oh, and by the way, speaking of the Packers app, um, the, the uh, Legacy Series is back, I think, because they found a sponsor because now it's – because it was off the app for a while. Um, but mm. now – Associated Bank apparently stepped up, and now it is back. So if you have the app, you can get the Legacy Series, the all the history of the hundred years, which is absolutely bar none one of the greatest pieces of video content made about the Packers ever. Um, all right, let's take a quick look at these Cleveland Browns who are coming to Green Bay, coming to your neck of the woods, Corey, on Christmas Day. Um, the Browns still have major COVID issues, people. Holy Toledo! Um, I hope everyone's masked up. And the Browns come to town. <laughs> um, man, they, this you talk about a team that has been hit hard. As of this afternoon, I saw the coach is back. However, I believe, unless I've, I may have missed an update now while we've been live, but I think Baker Mayfield is still on the COVID list. So we'll see who they trot out at quarterback, unless obviously Baker gets off that list sometime here in the next couple 48 hours or so. Miles um, Garrett, their star stud pass rusher dealing with a hamstring injury talk about maybe potentially catching a break because i know yash has played well kelly has played well there's no doubt about it i'm not denigrating either of those gentlemen but man if they could get even a less than 100 percent miles garrett to deal with that would be a big break for the packers because he is an absolute aaron Rodgers himself said his availability this week he's a you know he's got he's on a gold jacket track like if he keeps playing mm-hmm. at this level, he is that he is a game wrecker, no doubt about it. Um, and finally, Kareem Hunt, their extremely talented back, will most likely not play. Another huge break for the Packers. Both he's dealing with a couple things. He's dealing with COVID and uh, another injury. So that again, we're talking about the run defense, po- the possibility that Kenny might not play. We're hoping he does, but even if he doesn't, Kareem Hunt probably will not play. So that's again another great huge break for the Packers. Um, Corey, you got anything else before we head to Blogosphere? Uh, no, I don't like the Cleveland Browns, so no. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Cleveland fans everywhere. All right, let's Cleveland hit it, Nicholas. <laughs> this week in 
Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey Banky, you remember last, uh, what was it, last week, I believe, uh, we partnered with, or no, it was two weeks ago, we partnered with Saturday Feeding America, night. Eastern Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Feeding, for, yeah, Feeding America, yep. For Feeding America, raised a bunch of money. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a shout out uh, to a gentleman who had Corey and myself on his live stream raising $50,000 for the Sunshine Kids Foundation benefiting children with cancer. Tom Grassi. Grassi Posse coming in strong. You talk about a Packers blogosphere showing up. Shout out to Tom Grassi. Doing, doing good work in general. But obviously, doing this. He did an eight-hour live stream. Eight hours, Banky. To raise fifty thousand dollars for the Sunshine Kids Foundation, that I mean, you just can't do anything other than tip your cap to Tom Grassi for that one. That's great. That was awesome, and it was great to be on. We got with more him. fireworks Tom's at Lambeau, by the way. Fireworks at Lambeau every See, half hour. Tom every half too. hour, Nagler. Every half hour, it's great. They're celebrating Grassi as I well. I love Lambeau. Um, I love. Speaking Lambeau. of uh, celebrating, we wanted to celebrate uh, a couple of people. We want to celebrate a Packers running back who we do a show with every week. His name is A.J. Dillon. But we also want to celebrate uh, Brent Schoonover, who is our artist here at Cheesehead TV. We've partnered with him for the last year plus. He has come out with a new design for for a whole line of merch at Cheesehead TV. It went live this afternoon. It's A.J. Dillon, the superhero. We talked about this on Carry the G a few weeks ago, and Brent made it happen. Nicholas, throw this up here, because this is awesome. That's right. It's AJ the Sauce Dylan with the Cheesehead TV shield. Look nice. at that. That is just awesome. I love this. We got pillow. We got a water bottle. We got a nice hoodie. What else we got? We got hoodies, we got shirts, it's pillows, good. anything, everything. It's all in the Cheesehead TV shop. If you go to cheeseheadtv.com, click on the shop link. It's right there for you. Just awesome stuff. Thanks to AJ uh, for partnering with us on that. And, um, Brent for just an amazing design. I mean, you know, I, when you work with Marvel, yeah, what do you expect? You know, but the yeah. best, the best of the best. You talk about a ripe for a crossover right there. It's just awesome. Um, one final thing, I just wanted to make sure we give a shout out to our our good friends over there at DraftKings, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. People, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Cheesehead. That's promo code Cheesehead. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus up to $1,000 in free credits with their first deposit. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and check out all they have to offer, including same-game parlays, player props, live betting, and so much more. DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app. They are offering millions of dollars in total prizes every week. Thank you. I know you want to get on that. You should totally get down. Yeah, let's do it. Totally get down. Uh, should we hear from uh, some fine folks in the, uh, the chat? Yeah, we got a uh, super chat from Andy Fusaro. Andy, thank you. Happy holidays, guys. Now let's go get that ring. 
Couldn't agree more. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, well stated, sir. Then uh, on Facebook, we got Callum Stevenson. Do we have a good chance to go to the Super Bowl this year? Love the show, guys. Thank you, Callum, for joining us on Facebook. Yeah, of course we have Callum, a chance to win the Super absolutely. Bowl. Absolutely. They are 100% a Super Bowl contender. Yes. Mike Witt, they should have fireworks behind Corey every week at the start of transplant. So the Packers delivered, Mike. Uh, they missed they miss the beginning, but otherwise uh, uh, they got it. And then we have Lisa Cole. Lisa on Facebook, can you tell me where you all get your guys get your gear from? Uh, we get it. Uh, if you go to cheeseheadtv.com uh, uh, forward slash the shop, uh, you, can, you can click on uh, the homepage, and we've got the shop link. And you can check out all our gear and check out our new AJ Dillon gear that we just talked about. Lisa, Lots you know what I'm going to do right cool now? Stuff. I'm going to I'm going to put the uh, link live on the Facebook. She's in comments. Facebook. There you go. Yep, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. That's that's. There we uh, go. There we go. I'm going to throw that up right now so we can make sure that everyone's sweet. got it. It'll be in the Facebook comments. Sorry, Corey, you can keep going. I'll just make sure I drop and this. And then uh, we got Luke. Luke Carnes, thanks for the super chat. Cheers, Aaron, Corey, and the Cheesehead TV family. Have an amazing holiday season, and I hope to see you in L.A. for the Super Bowl. Yes. Thank you, Luke. That's what I'm talking about. We'll be there. Jesse Wicked, thanks for super chat. If Colts keep winning, JT is MVP. Who's JT? Eh, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I don't, I don't I know. I'm, sure, no I'm not sure I agree with your police work there. But we'll see. If I can, I'm going to go in the. Uh, I'm going to go in the uh, DraftKings fantasy. Can I? Can I? Can I? Uh, can I? Can <laughs> I bet app? that Jonathan Taylor won't won't win MVP? I think so. Yeah. I'm or I I'm think. Well, that. you would have. I mean, kind of. I I think. I don't know. You have to look. I'm going to bet that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to Oneida Casino tonight and do that. I bet that they, you know you you know you can you can. Yeah, I'm going to Oneida. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm betting against Jonathan Taylor. Give me that. Give me them. Ratings, whatever you call them. Chris Dorsey. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. Chris Dorsey. Thanks for Super Chat. Have doubt that AP sports writers vote him MVP as some seem bent out of shape about him lying about immunization. I would have agreed I mean, with that take like a month ago, but I think, you know, he's played so well. They're in such a great position because of him. And a lot of that has died down. I don't know. And who else do you give it? That's the thing. Maybe Jonathan Taylor, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, number two sucks. That's the thing. I think it's number two sucks. And I also think that, you know, I don't know. If you're in the true spirit of the sport, it's the most valuable player for, for that team. Who is the most valuable player in the NFL? Despite, I would say that despite his shortcomings on immunization, he's managed to uh, be the MVP of this team So and, and of the NFL. So, you know, kudos to the man. Kudos to QB1. Um, for uh, being so resilient is one thing about the man you can say is he is a very resilient human being. Um, no question. Dustin Shewitt, thank you, Super Chat. Merry Christmas, Corey Dustin. and Aaron. Love you guys and the show. Bears still suck. Go Pack Go. Got to get Merry Christmas. Thanks, there, Dustin. Dustin. Merry Christmas, Dustin. Thank you, thank Dustin. You. Robert Silla, thanks for Super Chat. This, the offense would be insane if they got some studs at tight end and wide receiver. Love who we got, but Aaron is the straw that stirs the drink. Don't agree. They Refer have, to 2011. They they have a they have a stud at wide receiver. His name's Devontae Adams. I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware of that, Robert. Um, but I I refer you to Devontae Adams. That's all. That's it. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, I got to do that. Oh, it did. Okay, um, oh, yeah. where is it at? 
Uh, Greg Somerville. Hey, Banky. We winning it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. There you go, Greg. There you go, Greg. I like it. Jocelyn. Thanks for Super Chat. Aaron, Monday on Daily, you emphasize one game at a time and to not look ahead. I agree that's the right approach. Also, I made a hotel and flight reservations to Green Bay for the last weekend in January. Go, Pat, go. Oh. That's my girl, Jocelyn. That's my girl. I like it. Nice. I like it a lot. Aaron Chef 82 Merry Christmas from San Antonio, Texas. We love you guys. Thank you. Thanks for the, thanks Thank for you, the shout Chef. out. Appreciate it. Great ya. avatar, by the way. Uh, Great avatar. Jesse Wicked, give JT MVP and A Rod Super Bowl MVP. Okay, Jesse. I know. I don't know what you got for Jonathan I like Taylor. It. I don't know if he's on your fantasy team. I don't know what's going on, but clearly this is bothering you. <laughs> Callum Stevenson. I wanted to bring this up on Facebook. What score are you going for versus Browns this weekend? Uh, I put this in here because uh, I just want to let everybody know that uh, you you should definitely watch Watch Party because the likelihood of me failing as a producer is very high. And so if you want to see um, what would happen if I was a coach on the Green Bay Packers, you can watch uh, this Watch Party this Saturday. Um, but oh, as for Christmas score, I'm going, with fifth, I'm going with 50 to nothing. You know, that's 50 burger. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with uh, 30 to – 23 Packers. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Uh, most hated Minnesotan. The real question is, are we ready for Ice Bowl 2.0? Okay. Oh so we've already had Ice Bowl 2.0. That was in 2007. Corey was there. <laughs> I was there. That was the second coldest game in in, in NFL history. Lambo history. To the Ice NFL Bowl. history. Well, right, NFL, right, right, right. NFL history. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, it was you're very right, cold. Right. I can attest to it. I can still feel the cold today, and that was in 2007. <laughs> uh, Ice Bowl 3.0, because I'm a nerd, and I'm going to challenge you, even though you gave us $2 on a super chat. Uh, yes, I'm ready for it. New York Cheesehead, all I want for Christmas is a Packers victory. Go, Pack, go. You and me both, buddy. You and me. I like it. I like it. I'm both. down with it. That's what we got. Hey, everybody, Merry Christmas. Appreciate you guys Merry tuning into Christmas. us tonight. Happy Absolutely. holidays if that's what you do. Whatever you do, and a quick shout out to our <laughs> Patreon members, all the Patreon yes. support we get. Um, yes. I had a ball the other night on uh, the happy hour. Really fun I conversations. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. It's I know you're a busy man. It's all good. Um, really, seriously, though, guys, the Patreon members, you guys are amazing. You're our lifeblood. If you're interested in supporting Cheesehead TV, the brand, in any way, shape, or form, uh Patreon membership is the best way to do it. All we ask is $5 a month. It's patreon.com slash cheesehead TV. If you can't, I understand. I get whatever situation. Everyone's in a different situation financially. Um, if you can't support on Patreon, just hit like on this video. And subscribe to the channel. Yeah, subscribe. It really means Please a lot subscribe. to us. It really, really means a lot to us. Uh, Corey, you got anything else before we head out? Yeah, you know, speaking of subscribe, uh, there's a bunch of Packer collectors that I'm friends with now because um, I'm one of the cool kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. I actually sent um, uh, one of one of a really a really inside circle famous Packer collector our Cliff Crystal interview, and he literally sent it to a bunch of people that had never heard of us that are hardcore Packer collectors. So I want to give a shout out to any of them watching, and also you know tell your friends. You know, there's a lot of people that don't know about Cheesehead TV. And, um, you know, maybe they're not going to, you know, maybe maybe they just don't know about it. I mean, he didn't know. And I was like, dude, subscribe on YouTube. Um, so that really does help us uh, getting subscriptions and, and you know, check us yes, out. Yes, please. It is crazy to me. Like, I, 
I run into people all the time who are diehard Packers fans who maybe don't live in Wisconsin or what have you. It happens here in New York all the time. I had a guy stop me the other night. I was walking down the street with a Packers gear on. He said, go, Pack, go. I was like, oh, hey, man. And I was like, oh, you should check out. I, I had my phone out. I was like, oh, do you know Cheesehead TV? And he had never heard of it. And I, like, showed him the app. And I was like, yeah, this is us. Check us out. And yeah, I'm a like, ton of people. This dude, and he's a younger guy. I'm like, he's on the internet. How does he not know Cheesehead TV? So clearly, we do a very poor job of marketing ourselves. So please yeah. help us. Tell your friends. Tell everybody you know about Cheesehead TV. And tell them to subscribe on YouTube. Tell them to visit the site. Because God knows, that's that's the only way we're going to grow this thing. Robert Silla Nicholas, has said, tickets. We have another. The, yeah, he does. It's Robert Silla. He has tickets. He has tickets to, uh, to the game for sale, and they're cheap. He says. So, um, thanks for the super hit Robert chat, up. Robert, hit Robert up on the chat while we're still live. But uh, that's all we got. Got to get ready for Saturday. Uh, get ready Absolutely. for me to fail as a producer. Join us for the You're watch gonna party. You're going to be great. For anyone who doesn't understand and, what Corey's uh, talking about, fun. usually we have someone behind the scenes doing all the graphics, doing everything as far as like queuing and putting the score up and all that. None of that's happening behind the scenes on Saturday. It's going to be me. Corey is going to be doing it all school. as he used, used to, to back in the day. It used to be all Corey doing it all live by himself. So we're going to have a bit of a throwback on uh, Saturday. And Corey, is, is this true? Uh, we're not going to have a pre-show. We're just doing like we're going to start a kickoff and we're just going to Yeah, gonna we're going to do it is like we it? used to do it. Well, we'll right, see. Okay. I'm getting a little. I'm I'm gonna have a little sesh tomorrow, so we'll see how we'll see how okay. aggressive I get. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see, Nagel. <laughs> I love it. I love you. It. Just leave it all to right. me, buddy. I'll produce. Hey, it. just keep me. Just keep me in the loop. All right, that's all I ask. <laughs> all right, um, that'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. Before we head out, I do want to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I know we're all gonna see most of you, many of you, on the watch party. For, for those of you who won't be able to tune in for whatever reason or can't tune in and don't enjoy tuning in. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. I hope you have a great time wherever you are this weekend with your loved ones, with your family, what have you. Um, we'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. What do we like to do? Put the best what out there. Come on, Nagler, help me out. Best five, all right? Best five. <laughs>